Welcome to our Japan Health Podcast. We're the Center for Brain and Body Improvement, and are a team that believes that everyone should live their best life in their best body and with their best brain. Hi guys, this is our podcast that's all about sleep. I have clearly myself today and Shemaine with me today too. So, our beloved Dr. Shemaine Wong. Hello. <laughs> How are you guys? I haven't spoken to you guys for a while. She's clearly enthusiastic. I am so enthusiastic. No. Well, we were talking about sleep, so I was trying out my sleepy voice and probably that might failing not, miserably. And probably that might not work too well. For <laughs> podcast. Not the not the best way to start a podcast in a sleepy voice. In a sleepy voice. <laughs> Hopefully you're not driving and listening to this too. Although what Tremaine might be getting at is her lack of sleep. My lack of sleep. Making her sound like this, <laughs> which is why she's chosen the topic of sleep for That's today's right. podcast. Yes. Could also be that. So um, about sleep, there are quite a number of questions we have about sleep. Mostly well, about sleep posture. We've been asked rather than we have. Yeah, both ways, I think. One of them is about what kind of pillows, what kind of mattresses, mattresses where to, where how to, to, how to. Is it, do we follow everything that's CAA, but it's CAA approved, accredited, what is it? What's the wording that they use? Sponsored. That's the one. No, not sponsored. Endorsed. Endorsed. Endorsed yes. is the one that they look for. Yep, yep, yep. So CAA is the Chiropractic Australia. Chiropractic Association, Association of Australia. Australia. Yep. But well, I don't belong to Neither that. Neither do I. <laughs> I don't belong to that no. association. We belong to another association. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. Um, that's just a difference. And they don't endorse yeah. any products, just saying? Yeah. So there are two schools of thought. One is that you do need your, your seven, eight, nine hours of sleep. And there's another one that goes, well, there are some people who, who, who naturally just sleep less. Mm-hmm. And then there are the school that goes, well, there's a school, another school of thought that goes, you need to sleep between, I don't know, 10, usually it's historically human beings have to get, uh, sleep between at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. and wake up at 6 or 7 a.m. Okay, so, but they're yeah. still rolling with about eight hours. Yeah, eight mm-hmm. hours, right? However, there, there, there is, an, is another new or most recent form of thought is that because of our industrial age mm-hmm. and information technology age, our sleep patterns are all over the place right now. Yep. And some of us have become nocturnal, naturally more nocturnal. So that's the way our lifestyle have become. It's changed. Has changed and evolved towards. Or is moving towards. Or is moving mm-hmm. towards. It doesn't help when we have about five different temperatures. Oh, and, yeah, no, game over. <laughs> and temperatures. Five temperatures. <laughs> well, we got four seasons in one day. Yeah. Let alone the temperatures. Yeah, and temperatures and seasons within three hours, four hours, five hours, five minutes sometimes. So that in and of itself creates a huge disruption with our nervous system. Mm-hmm. So if our nervous system and our gut health is not resilient enough, those sleep patterns are going to go out of the window. Mm-hmm. And to layer that on top of that, we have got our, we, we get really interrupted with Netflix. And phones. And phones. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, Instagram podcast. 
<laughs> yeah. Not, not discouraging you here to stop listening to our podcast. Yes. But maybe not at 3 a.m. in the morning. And that's right. Uh, work. Yes. You know, and rest, residual tension from the day before. So, or the day. Or the day. Mm-hmm. And as well as anti- and emotional anticipation for, for the day. Soon. For the next day. Or the next day after that. Or yeah. three weeks from now. That's right. So when you add all these up, it's really difficult to say, to understand what is the best way to sleep. So, so for example, I, I said to uh, my, my GP, I said, I, I can't get to sleep. I, I don't sleep very well. But the, th- the thing is No that, joke, she emails at like 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Traditionally, when I, because I was born in Singapore and, and I grew up in Singapore, and I find that most of my Australian friends, they tend to be able to sleep from anywhere from 10 or 11 to... To seven or seven a.m. or seven a.m. or so, seven six a.m. Right. Um, most of my family and my family culture, we sleep about two. I naturally go back to sleeping at about two a.m. If I'm not forced to sleep at ten, you see. So you fall asleep at two. I fall asleep at two. Okay. Yeah. And, and wake up at. And I wake up at seven or eight. Okay. So so and so when I tested my my sleep patterns, I'm able. I get the best sleep at four hours or eight hours if i'm between the four hours and eight hour mark that means something like five hours six hours seven hours my circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. just goes out the window for the rest of the day for the rest of the next four days actually and that's my circadian rhythm so we have got different biological Mm -hmm. rhythms in and of itself we have got sleeping cycles so there's a pineal gland we've got our hormonal cycle apparently guys have got like seven different cycles <laughs> right and we have and got, they say we're moody yeah well that's a topic for another day <laughs> and there is the uh, the organ cycle the cycle of the organs and and their cellular uh, cellular depletion and cellular regeneration mm-hmm. so that's another cycle altogether and we have our breathing cycles so if we have got several sets of different cycles happening from either on a hourly basis mm-hmm. to a micro basis, you're talking about breathing cycles, mm-hmm. and then you have you're talking about circadian cycles, and then you're talking about organ cycles, and then you're talking about uh, hormonal cycles, cellular cycles, and then you're talking about parasympathetic and versus sympathetic nervous system meaning that your fight or flight cycles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you take all these into account, a person rightly so will ask me, so how can I sleep better? Where do we start yeah. answering? Right? Which one of your cycles have you got issues with? That's correct. <laughs> so addressing those cycles are important, are critical to good sleep habits. Mm-hmm. External sleep habits, the ones that you can control, oh. is important. And as well as the physical tension. Mm-hmm. It's an external. That's the external part. Yeah. And then the and then after that, you can talk about the bones, the joints, the ligaments, the nerves, the arterial system. All, all of those things contribute to a better chance of sleeping well. When that happens, then the question is, does all these other things help? Right? There's a better mattress help. There's a better um, pillow. pillow help. There's a bolster help. In Asia, 
Well, at least in Singapore, I can't speak for I can't speak for Japan and and Korea and all and all those uh, North North Asian countries. But at least in Singapore, what we have that I don't see over here is a bolster. A bolster is is a big oblong size round pillow that I have got to bring back. All all of us Singaporeans do it. Okay, apparently I'm not the only one. We bring our bolsters, we stuff it in our into our luggage, and bring our bolsters back from Singapore. You got a bolster. I've got a bolster. Yeah. Wait, hold yours isn't round though. Yours is a little triangular. The long one. Is it? It's a very long one. Yeah. It looks like a l- very, very large pillowy frankfurt. Human size frankfurt. We do, we do, do you know when they use them? They yeah. use them for pregnancy pillows. Those, those, those are similar to what they'll recommend for pregnancies. Yeah, the, the pregnancy pillows are a bit flatter. Mm. This is not flat. This is round. round. Cylindrical. Yeah. Right? Cylindrical pillow. A very long human size cylindrical pillow. So that's what we, we use. And for side sleeping? For side sleeping. Yeah. 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 And that seemed to help. So because and also because I have a military neck, I don't know don't know if you guys will remember this, but I do have that. And uh, what it is is means that the It's very straight. Uh, yeah, the, the neck is really, really straight. So it doesn't have much of a curve that's in the that, wrong direction that the neck needs. Mm. You can Google this military neck. And when that happens, it also means that I might not be able to sleep on fluffy pillows. When I lie on my back, because of the shape of my neck, as a result of that, if I'm sleeping on a fluffy pillow, like, you know, those um, in the movies, they have like more pillows than than space for the human human to sleep on. I will wake up really, really uncomfortable. So my preference is to have a, for me, my preference is to have a towel that supports the neck, to lie on the neck, to create that curve. Mm -hmm. And also recently, just in the last four four to eight weeks, four, four to eight weeks about that time frame, I've been sleeping with an ice pack underneath my neck behind my neck and then when I and as as I was it's a, it's a heat thing it's a heat thing right but what it is as well is it also a acupressure point mm. that regulates the entire nervous system yes. so what, what their, their recommendation was to put an ice cube in the nape, nape of the neck just underneath the occiput right mm. So occiput is where your the end of your ears are in the middle of the neck, that that area. Base of the skull. Base of the skull. So just underneath the base of the skull. Mm-hmm. I have no time to deal with little eye, wet ice patches. So what I just did was to get to get a, a an ice bag and and just placed it there and yeah. and and I would sleep through the night quite quite nicely. So the rest of my body cools down quite quickly, and. I feel like I am more alert for the next day than not. So, yeah, because you've actually get, gotten some rest. That's correct. Mm. So, is that uh, will that replace? Will will anyone create a cool pillow? I think there are cool pillows around. You're okay. Yeah, there, there are cool pillows around. So some of some of you might prefer to have cool cooling pillows. I've seen I've seen water pillows, but I don't think I've seen cooling pillows. Yeah, cooling pillows. And for for the rest of for, for how how is like cooling pads. Have you seen those those pads for like the uh, dogs? The dogs. So you mean the ones that you just keep cool? Yeah. So it's a cool a cooling gel uh, gel pillow, and there are bits that are, that reorganize. I mean that separates the temperature between both sides of the bed. So yeah. if your partner is thermal regulation, you know, so for thermal regulation, 
is for your your partner who you know who might need a cooler side of the bed and you for yourself might need a warmer side of the bed or vice versa that's that sort of sensation so that works well for people for myself unless the bed is extremely soft or extremely hard i can't quite tell the difference between mattresses uh, i reckon i'm a bit more selective but i think that's more because of european bedding and stuff like that how do you mean so if you go to say well like i've been if i go to europe if i'm staying at my grandma's house mm-hmm. if i'm on the actual bed bed mm-hmm. that's a rock hard mm. that's actually literally rock hard but if i'm sleeping on the one that's a sofa in the sense that it's not a sofa bed where you pull out but it's sort of more like the futoni ones that they've got in europe there that one's more cushy because it's as a, it's as a couch sort of thing that one's being more cushy but then you can also feel the springs so hers is a little bit all over the shop if 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 it's there hotels and stuff they're, they're a lot more closer to your own normal beds but a lot of the housings and stuff especially the older ones yeah they actually have a tendency to use either the sofa beds or the uh, the old school old school beds that are literally almost like the plank of wood and then i have no idea what they put on top of that but it's almost a plank of wood Right. Speaking uh, of planks of wood. With the exception of my grandma, she puts uh, stinging nettle into her pillows. So stinging a nettle? Yep. What's, what, what's that? Nettle. The stinging leaves, the little green ones that if you sting, if you touch them, they they give you hives or they give you a rash and stuff. They sting you. They sting you? Yeah, they sting you. And, and your grandma puts that in grandma, there? My grandma makes pillows out of that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether she still does, but she always used to make pillows. So a lot of hers are now all all dry and stuff like that. Anyway, but she used to put them in for arthritis. For arthritis. Does it work? Yep. So now that's brings more blood be... into the area and stuff like that, and helps her inflammation. So is that a bit pillow or in a mattress? She'd do it into. She'd do it as pillows. So she'd either do it so not necessarily for sleeping with her head, but for under her under her legs, under her back, wherever. I don't think she'd done it with a with a doona, but with my grandma, anything's possible. Her bed is a complete mishmash. Right, it's the softest one, but that's because she's got so much stuff lying mm-hmm. on it. But yes, yeah, I'm pretty confident in her bed. It would also be she'd line the base of the the bed, so it'd have her little pillows filled with the seeing nettle. Right. Yeah, but her pillows would be normal. Right. But the pillows are there again, a flat. Right. So it's the same thing with if you if you're looking for a pillow in Europe, or at the very least. In Poland, good luck to you. You're gonna get a pancake. Right. You have to very much source a pillow that looks anything remotely like an Australian pillow. Really? Yep. So, so it's we, flat. It's completely flat. Completely flat. We're talking like you know the little carrot that we've got, the one that people have seen that we give to as It's about half of that. That's the pillows that they've normally got. We went. We actually once went um, when we were there in 2016 with friends. Me and her partner went looking for a pillow in Warsaw for our friend who, as I said, my, my, mate's, my mate's girlfriend and stuff, to bring back a pillow for her because even when they were living in Manchester, they did not have a good pillow and she needed one because they're not readily available. So we finally found one in Warsaw and brought it back to Krakow for her so she could take home. Anything that's, remotely close to an Australian pillow. That's interesting. Yeah. So, uh, um... Speaking of pillows, historically in I I sh- I should believe that this is this is the same for China, Korea, South Korea, and um, Japan. They all slept on wooden pillows. 
So wooden pillows were a thing and that was, it wasn't fluffy pillows. So how did we change and how, what, how did we evolve into from wooden pillows to fluffy pillows? We lost resilience. We lost resilience. <laughs> <laughs> but, but probably. But I remember, speaking of... What Shemaine's trying to say is, Jackie, that's a topic for another day. Yeah, that's right. The thing about resilience, you, you could be right. Because when I was growing up, I remember growing up, majority of us sleep on the floor, not because we can't afford beds, but because... Um, Sleeping on the floor was was a thing. Mm. If you took naps on the floor because it was cooler, okay, still do that. Yeah, and futons mm-hmm. for the for the Japanese, yeah. right? So popular. It's, it was popular. So do we really need beds and mattresses? Well, the thing is that I think it's what your Jackie said it quite rightly. How well your, is your body adaptable to mm. your surroundings? And if you're you if you require all the all the gadgets and luxuries of of beddings and pillows and extra accessories it's like getting your body checked it's easier to have your to have a better resilient body by either training training right and recovering right and therefore you can sleep well the rest of the rest of them in all honesty in the mattress industry Majority of the mattresses, I think, are made in the same way. So and they're made in the same way. They might have um different different minor variables. Until someone can really show me that and say, "Hey, this this mattress is like fantastic. You just you are able to fall asleep quite nicely consistently for about 30, 30 to sixty days." Don't think it's possible. Uh, then I said, oh, okay, maybe there's that mattress. But there's so many things that goes goes down to sleep. Mm. So now if you've got, for example, I mean, in summer, in summary with my military night, I can't do that. His, historically. <laughs> Sorry, I can't sleep in summer either. Yeah. In, 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 in a too hot a temperature, I can't, mm. I can't sleep properly. Uh, in to, um, when the pollen count is too high, I can't yeah. sleep properly either. Um, when the, his, in a, actually, in about three or four years ago, I was still recovering from a uh, whiplash. Yes. Right? So historically, because of my training in, in martial arts, and then uh, in martial arts and a lot of rotational sport, and f- just falling because I'm like, I, I like chasing, chasing after things. And uh, you know, or people, and then I run, I run into things too. Um, for the record, her last fall was not her chasing anything; it was off a bike. Yes, uh, bicycle, push bike, and those are impacts on the body, and uh, not just that. So then you have chemical, chemical impact. You have got thermal, thermal impact from the weather changes. Then you've got. And don't discredit the weather, guys. Yeah. Especially right now, Australia. Oh, well, Australia in general, but Mel- us, us as Melburnians have very much copped a hit, especially this summer, because we're very much not used to it. We've clearly had a very tropical summer, um, which is not normal for Melbourne. We're used to dry. So please don't discredit that one. We've seen plenty of people, including ourselves, pulling up with problems or with flare ups from things or just even tiredness because of as we're talking about the weather because Mm. of that exact thing lack of sleep we're not able to fall asleep because it's either a too hot 
be too stuffy. Mm. But we just can't be. See, apparently we, we like we just can't um, thermoregulate in that sense because our body is feeling relatively okay, feeling relatively coolish, but inside our body's inflamed because of the humidity. humidity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. And also the for a little bit there was quite heavy smoke and mm-hmm. ash yep. over Melbourne. There's the chemical. Yeah, and chemical. Uh, so that's the chemical impact mm-hmm. too. So, uh, quite a number of patients have been, I mean, we are talking about sleep now, but, yep. this, but we digress a bit. Quite a number of patients have been coming in saying that I feel really dizzy mm-hmm. and they think it's their, their years, yep. which is rightly, rightly so. And what, that's one of the many symptoms and could be a trigger to feeling dizzy. However, this dizziness is is quite synonymous with when we went uh, synonymous synonymous with sinusitis. Mm-hmm. Not being able to have have a good nice deep breath or inhale in in inhalation and also exhalation. So a lot of people were coming in thinking that they had hypotension, they had hypertension, they were dizzy because because of their ears, they were dizzy because their neck was out. But when we were looking at those cases, none of that was happening. Mm. It was largely and a lot, a lot of tension in the breathing patterns. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of abnormal breathing patterns throughout this the last three, three or four months. So will that impact sleep? Yes, it of course will. it will. Yeah. It absolutely will. Uh, what else impacts sleep? Blue light. The thing about blue light, uh, blue light from yes, the light. Uh, from the screens. I had to think of what color is the filter, but it's a blue light filter, so it's supposed to filter the light. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Quite a number of um, eye associations. The presidents of eye, some eye associations are saying that well, it's not a blue light that's an issue, and this blue light blue light filter for the uh, for eyeglasses is a marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a prerequisite to protect your eyes it's the stimulation of yeah. it i would i'd be thinking more so than just the light itself mm. it's the brightness yes, yes. Yeah. and the stimulation mm. of a tech yeah. rather than just the light itself yeah mm. so so that is that's another controversial uh controversial position that that, that has been coming up and it's uh after you to go google that uh what will that interrupt your sleep because you're doing an activity mm-hmm. to begin with yes it will yeah, right so there is no one good way of sleeping there isn't as much as we want to help you with this thing and give you specs we mm. can't yes it's very much and one is as, as weird as you said it's a very much an each to their own yeah it is all about comfort like Charmaine said for someone it can be a comfort thing of the harder the better but that's because that's what their body prefers. For some people, you put, you give them a hard surface, they, they're never going to sleep. They need something that's cushy and their body pretty much melts into, and that's their comfort. Exactly. And also you'll find that your body changes over time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at, at different stages of your life, sometimes you might just prefer for the longest period of time, you might just prefer sleeping on something really, really hard, like the floor. And then subsequently something changes the next 10 years or the next 20 years, you prefer sleeping on the bed and then on the firm bed. And then from the firm bed, you go like, well, I really, really need a cushy, cushy bed. So cushy, it becomes a water bed, right? <laughs> and, and that might help because of 
a number of things has been changing in your both your physicality and your physiology. That's where you'll notice the largest difference. However, it's very easy to forget all these things that we do on a daily basis because it's a generalization that we wake up with. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, I just I just suddenly need yeah. this, you know. It's not planned for. And when, when it's not planned for, it's not as conscious with the choices that we make. So some pil- some pillows for me, I like pillows that are flat, quite flat in the middle and very thick and high on the sides. But that's for me because... Pillows is a contour pillow motion. Yeah. Yeah. Because my shoulders are quite broad. Even if I'm, if I'm lying on the side lying, I am literally doing a head bend yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. So it's a bit different for for myself. Mm-hmm. And what do you prefer, Jimmy? With the pillows, so Charmaine just said a contour pillow. Pretty much, let's just say that I believe my whole studying time at uni when I was studying Cairo, I did have a Cairo pillow. And I may, What's may, a Cairo pillow? It is a contour pillow. All right. It's a contour pillow, but it's an adjustable one. So you could take out the inserts if it was too high or too low. So right. you, had, you could adjust your curves, right? Um, your high and low sort of thing. Um, yeah, it may have taken me most of the uni career to figure out that I did not know how to sleep on said pillow um, and that I defeat the purpose of these pillows uh, when they're in adjustable format because I'm the person that sleeps with their head under the pillow. So I tend to prop myself up even more. Uh, I actually do keep myself with a slight kink to one side, doesn't matter which side, because I don't have a preferential side to sleep on. Mm-hmm. So at least I balance myself out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Practice. <laughs> but I I am that person that sleeps with most of the time with their hand under the pillow. So having a contour pillow that was adjustable defeated the purpose. I ended up more or less just sleeping with a flat pillow. Right. I, in the end, I ended up getting a flatter pillow in that case. It right. was a thick pillow and stuff so that I had the I had the levelling, so it was the, foam, there was the memory foams and stuff, mm. but at least it was high as mm. opposed to me knocking it out and making a contour right. into a flat pillow. I can occasionally last with a contour pillow, but I need the – I actually can't have the high edge because it props my head up too much. I have to sleep with the lower edge. Because as I said, because I put my hand under the pillow, I even it out. If I sleep with the high one, I'm in an awful, awful kink. As Charmaine said, she she'll fall down downwards if she's got a low pillow. I meanwhile end up with a kink the up the other way up the other way around where I have to prop my where I prop my my head up. So I have to have the lower side most of the time. If I sleep on my back again, I struggle having a contour pillow in this case because I have I forget where my head should be. So instead of keeping it in that flat that you're supposed to keep it in or in the ditch, I put it on the edge and then I'm sort of, my neck is sort of trying to play the catch-up game of levelling this thing out. So, again, I sleep on an angle. So I'm, I don't necessarily help myself with my pillows. So I am one that doesn't have, this is, this is where I say there is no one size that fits everyone. I don't have a pillow that I have to more or less go out with everywhere. I'll make any pillow work for me. And it's usually with my arm <laughs> working it for me or a backup pillow just in case it needs to be leveled out. But I don't have a specific pillow at home where I'm like, all right, I must take you everywhere because I can't go without you. How about mattresses? Mattresses, I'm indifferent. Right. Mattresses, as I said, I can feel the difference, mm-hmm. but it's not going to make a difference to me whether the mattress is a rock, whether the mattress is whether the mattress is completely cushy, whether I'm sleeping on the floor, not going to make a difference. 
as long as I can figure out what to do with my head and shoulder sort of thing, I'm fine. Right. It's the, the rest of it's not going to affect me at, in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Clearly the floor is that little bit harder because there's, you, there's only so much you can mold. You can mold your own body around a floorboard yeah. <laughs> or, or a car, <laughs> that, that, or a that car be it. for that matter <laughs> to, try, to try and get yourself as comfortable as possible. But it doesn't really matter anything mattresses-wise. So you're quite adaptable yeah. to your surroundings. Easy. Oh, Couch-wise and stuff like that, I'm fine. If yeah. anything, my only problem with couches is I get overheated. Mm. But it's usually the blanketing that's on on it. Otherwise, no problem. Even with the even with the armrests and stuff, I'll I'll deal with the repercussions afterwards. Right. But for the for the body wise, I'm fine. For all the preferentials of of um, pillows and and mattresses, the one that I actually quite would recommend is um, pregnancy pillows mm. for side sleeping. For side sleeping. Yeah. That gives pregnant women a lot of support. Mm-hmm. People who are recovering from um, a severe and acute back pain, that would be very, very helpful too. Also the ones that very much have a lot of rotation through their spine and have a tendency to side sleep with their leg kicked over. That's also where that side sleeping pillow would be very helpful because it prevents you from rolling over. So that's three. And the last one is when some when when some people have such bad reflux or pressure uh, arterial pressure, it's quite useful for them to sleep on a wedge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you meant the side sleep, and I was going to say I would have normally thought it's about forty five degree upwards from the top. Yeah, from the yeah, top. Cool. So, so they, if they sleep slept a little bit on a wedge, mm. that'll be very very useful for them. So, or SIJ, so, I mean, severe SIJ problems, then then for a period of time, you can, can get support sleeping, sight sleeping. Um, some people, and when they're so stressed, right? Um, this is not just a pillow, uh, pillows now, probably. They, they were, and they're so stressed, they can't sleep. Just the other day, I, I just had someone, she coming in, she said, Shemaine, I can't sleep on my right, I can't sleep on my left, I can't sleep on my back, but I refuse to sleep on my friend. So sleeping for her is so uncomfortable. But when that kind of cases come on, that is that usually means that the person is uncomfortable just being in their body. It's not. It's not about sleeping. Now it's being uncomfortable in their body. So that's something to think about for you guys. I think that's all we've got for our pillow talk today. Pillow talk. <laughs> had to say it. Had to say it. Had yes. to say it. Hope you enjoyed it, guys. And if there's anything you actually would like us to specifically address or have a podcast about, let us know on either our Instagram, which I believe is Jermaine Health Body. Yeah, Jermaine Health Body yep, for now. Cool. And yes. of course our Facebook, which is Jermaine Health as well. We hope that you guys have enjoyed the first three sessions of the podcasts on the gut and diet mm-hmm. and how and paradigms uh, and perception uh, perceptions from these three people uh, these three people who are experts in what they do and we will bring in more people over time to give you a perspective of what diet and gut health is like and so so that it's it creates an a process in your, hopefully you can create a process in your mind that you are not boxed up into one particular response mm-hmm. and that your res- your body's response does change over time. That's all I have to pontificate for now. <laughs> Take care of yourself, guys. Take care. Right, See bye. you. Bye.
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, feel free to connect with us on Instagram at Jermaine Health Body or one word. We always welcome feedback and ideas too, and we're happy to answer any questions. Just reach out to us at our website, www.jermainehealth.com.au. Listening weekly for the most relevant information on how to live your best life with your best brain and body. Thank you.